I think we're all feeling this heat as it rolls in. The humidity is high, uh, and it's just really important. You know, we have been looking to get outside and garden or work in the yard or uh, really uh, take advantage of the warm weather, but we've got to be very, very careful this week. All of us do. We've talked about, Ray, in the past, preparing, uh, making sure that you're prepping if you're going to be outside, that you're really loading with water and some of our sports drinks that we have available to us. And so that awareness and reminder that, you know, getting into something like heat exhaustion uh, and some of those uh, symptoms that you want to be careful with, heavy sweating, fatigue, rapid pulse, um, you know, symptoms that feel like your body is overheating, you must be very careful so you don't head into the very dangerous heat stroke. And the fluids can help protect that shade, can protect that air conditioning, can protect us from that. So really important to just be aware this week as we head into the 90s. And Debbie, one other thing on that, because so many people will be out, you often say stay hydrated, but drink the right type of drinks. There's do's and don'ts as far as liquids. That's right. Um, And so oftentimes, you know, our coffees, uh, a lot of our sugary drinks, lemonades, juices, Uh, of any kind, fruit juices, can really dehydrate. Soda dehydrate. So actually having a soda can dehydrate you before you even head out. So really important to make sure that your water, sports drinks are on board. Uh, If you have a drink that you know is dehydrating, such as coffee or some of the uh, juices, make sure you have a water chaser. We talk about water chasers in the office. And patients understand that, knowing that they are going to have something that they know works against hydration, make sure you balance that out with a nice glass of water afterwards. With us is Dr. Debbie Play, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. Debbie, also to the time, there's going to be a lot of sunshine. These clouds are going to break up in the next few days, all week long, a lot of heat, and of course throughout the summer months. And that's important to get the sunblock and the lotions and do it properly. You wanted to go down that road today with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think I want to bring to everybody's attention, you know, one in five Americans develop skin cancer by the age of 70, and more than two people die of skin cancer in the United States every hour. So this is something that we absolutely um, can uh, protect ourselves from. Um, You know, having five or more sunburns in a lifetime puts you at two times the risk for melanoma. Uh, And melanoma, when it's detected early, uh, can give you a five-year survival rate uh, for at least 99%. So, you know, early awareness and uh, protection, safety protection. So we have this SPF, or sun protection factor. Uh, We all have our lotions and creams uh, that we're aware of that we can wear when we know we're going to be out in the sun. And so this is really just that SPF is a level of protection uh, on a product that offers the sun uh, blocking harmful UVB rays. So when we look at SPF 30, SPF 8 versus 50, you know, that's all about percent of the sun's UVB rays that the product can block. And so uh, SPF 30 blocks nearly 97% of the UV rays, UVB rays out there. Uh, and when you bump up to SPF 50, it really doesn't offer uh, all that much more, 98%. So that's why you'll hear dermatologists uh, and a certain a lot of your uh, providers recommending SPF 30 and above because you're going to catch about 97% of those harmful rays. Uh, And don't forget aging. Remember, this SPF uh, lotion that protects us from the sun protects against skin cancer and protects against aging um, skin from uh, exposure to the sun. So 
lots to be uh, aware of through this SPF number as you look at some of these lotions. Debbie, let's get into waterproof with our sunblocks. They're not really waterproof, are they? And it's a good point. And so we talk about reapplication. So part of the protective factor with these lotions, these topical lotions and creams, is reapplying. And the recommendation out there is every two hours, depending on what you're doing. If you're sweating and gardening, every two hours. If you're swimming in a pool, every two hours. Really important. Uh, because you're right, a lot of this uh, does certainly leave the skin and the protection then is much less. So really important to have that awareness um, of about every two hours. We want to be very careful with our infants. We know that less than six months of age, we want to be very careful with any kind of um, tanning lotion or any kind of lotion for sun protection. We really don't recommend it, which means the infants less than six months of age should really be in the shade and have protective clothing uh, on it. We also know that if you've got some old lotions at home um, that uh, the ADA talks about, and that's the American uh, Dermatologic Association, talks about as long as it's been purchased within the last three years, you're probably okay. And so uh, really the recommendations are 30 and above within three years of purchase and applying every two hours. Dr. Debbie Plate, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General, to get the maximum efficiency out of the lotion, how soon before we go outside in the sun should we apply the lotions, Debbie? Yeah, sure. Timing certainly is very important. You don't want to be out there for an hour or two and then say, gee, I need to make sure I get this on. You really want to make sure that the, you are prepped just like we are prepping for hydration. You want to prep for heading outside. Remember, our dermatologic uh, uh, docs and caregivers love to see um, SPF uh, lotion uh, protection, even in the winter, on our hands and face rate. If we're out skiing and the sun is out, they're very adamant about, uh, you know, many times of the year, if the sun is shining, we need to be uh, protecting our skin. And so very important uh, all times of the year and really before you walk out the door uh, to do so. I think it's important to, me- to mention the ABCDEs of the skin lesion. You know, important to recommend that you should be getting checked uh, you know, your skin should be checked at least every one to two years, starting in your 20s. We see a lot of uh, melanoma that doesn't always look like melanoma. Uh, basal cells, squamous cells, all related to the sun um, can look very different. Sometimes they can just be a little flaky or crusty uh, area. They might be pink. They might be light brown, dark brown. They might be slightly raised or flat. You never know what might be related to skin cancer, and that's why a trained eye is really important. The ABCDEs uh, relate to appearance. Is it changing? Is something on your skin changing? Is it new? Uh, Border for B, irregular notched uh, borders. Uh, Color, are there more than one color or is there more than one color in that lesion? That can be a risk. Uh, Diameter, um, being the size of a pencil eraser, or less can be a concern with regard to diameter. And evolving, evolving for E means is it changing? Uh, is it been there a long time and then all of a sudden started to change? Those are uh, different types of uh, um, recommendations through the ABCDEs of the skin that would recommend that you be checked on any lesion. And always important to have a generalized skin check 
every couple of years. Debbie, and we're pretty good and thorough with us and our family, with the kids and Melissa and I, and, and, and making sure we get lathered up, whether we're out on a bike ride or vacation, whatever it might. But from time to time, you get those lapses, and I'm sure every family gets those. In a case where you're out and all of a sudden the sun comes out and hits you and you get back home and you're burned, whether it be the neck or the arms or the legs, we've all been there. You've damaged your skin to a degree that day. What would you recommend we do when we get home to try to maybe, I don't think you're going to resolve it, obviously, but to make it more acceptable and and get through a a tough 24 hours if you have a sunburn? Sure, because it can be really pretty painful. Um, Certainly any kind of aloe lotion, A-L-O-E lotion, can be very helpful, very soothing. Um, A cool bath can be helpful as well to try and tone that down. Oftentimes we'll recommend uh, Tylenol, which is acetaminophen. You might even take an Advil or two if you're able to do so, depending on your medications. Um, But over-the-counter med can be helpful with that. Um, But topical creams, lotions, and a cool bath can be very, very helpful. And recognize with that burn, you've just enhanced your risk of melanoma. So really wanting to be proactive against that burn as much as you can. I also want to put a plug-in, Ray, for mm-hmm. uh, ears and behind uh, the head at the back of your neck. Those are high-risk areas. A lot of us are good about wearing hats. If we have um, hair that is uh, lighter on top, it does put us at higher risk. Hard for us to see. Uh, and we do see a lot of melanoma and basal cells on the scalp. But really important to not only make sure the scalp is covered, but also the back of the ears and back of the neck. High-risk areas for our golfers out there. I know you like to golf, so I'm trusting mm-hmm. you are protecting that neck and those ears when you are out in the sun. Most certainly. Hey, Debbie, before I let you go, and maybe you touched mm-hmm. on this and I missed it, how often should we get a professional to examine, you know, the – the, the moles and such in our body for skin cancer? What would be your recommendation? Yeah, great question. And, you know, the American Dermatologic Association recommends starting in the in your 20s uh, because we are catching early melanomas that, of course, are life-altering. If you have a family history of melanoma, that is uh, the big bad boy out of the different types of uh, sun cancers that you must be checked on a yearly basis, if not every six months, if you personally have had melanoma. Um, Otherwise, you know, every one to two years, absolutely reasonable to uh, be checking in with a dermatologist and having an annual um, visit. If you work outside, if you work in the sun, you're going to be at higher risk. If you are living in some of the states or vacationing frequently down in Florida or out in Arizona, you're going to be at higher risk. And the lesion that you look at that you think is nothing might actually be something uh, that needs to be looked at. They have a little dermatoscope that they use. We have one in the office as well, which allows us to look at lesions very closely, like a little uh, mini microscope that's portable that allows us to look at any lesion and detect if that's a concern or not. So really important to keep up with skin checks um, as young adults on into certainly um, our older uh, patients as well. Very important. 